Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Today's show is sponsored by Diane Clients, the independent associate with Legal Shield, offering legal services starting at $29.95 and identity theft starting at $19.95 a month. They also provide a will, a living will, assist with moving violations, contract review, consultations, and much more. For more information, contact Diane Clients at 214 214- 881-5225 or go to dsclients.ladiesofjustice.com What's up, everybody? It's your boy Taz, and you are listening to or you are watching the intro podcast. Let me look at the camera right fast so y'all can see. Hey, what's up? We are live in the Spotlight Studios. Uh, why are you still dropping stuff? I'm just, I'm just getting right to it. Why are you still dropping stuff? And we all tell the truth and shame the devil. Well, and and he putting the shades on so we can't see what he really looking at. Exactly that part. Man, look, it's your boy Taz, and I'm joined with the one and only. JR and the lady of the house Stephanie. What's up, Stephanie? How are you? I'm excellent. How I about mean, you guys? I'm, 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 I mean, you're looking excellent. Guys, <laughs> darn it, don't beautiful self. She walking up in here, looking like she just got fresh off the runway. Yay! Is that right, JR? It's gonna be somebody date tonight. I know that she ain't gonna tell us, but. Yeah, she she is not going home whenever she leaves this podcast. Right. You're right, because I did cook for you guys. Yes, you did. Doing that meal prep with Steph. See? <laughs> Wait, so that's going to be the excuse for you. She's, she's staying around so she can cook. Uh-huh. Even though <laughs> Even she though. already did it. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited about today's show. We have some good gossip to talk about i look i love the fact that we're all a part of the iphone family i just decided i'm not gonna do a facebook group <laughs> we don't need that we're all iphones so we can you know view the, the videos the pictures and chat and do all that stuff but these chats have gotten hot over the last couple of days <laughs> and we are talking about everything look we're talking about michael blackston um, wanting uh, a side piece, but wifey can't have none. We're talking about Pusha T and Future with their new uh, music projects. We are talking, <laughs> my favorite story of the day. we talking about the folk with the fetishes. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that folk with fetishes, but we are going to, uh, we're going to dive really, really deep into that because I didn't know that it was okay to do certain things in relationships. But um, I guess to each their own. Uh, I mean, if it makes you happy and if your partner is cool with it, I guess it is what it is. But in the meantime, in between time, if you're watching the video uh, and you did not hear the sponsor, I don't have the uh, sponsor sheet with me, so we'll get back to that in just a minute. In the meantime, in between time, what's been going on, JR? Out of nothing, trying to keep up with the two of y'all. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? For real. Uh, well, between you record another hit song that's about I'm to drop. I'm loving that. Loving that that track also. Be on the lookout for that soon. And then you doing underwater photo shoots and stuff <laughs> like that. Make, both of y'all made me feel like I got to step my game a up. Whole new world. I did not know. Like 
I thought that was just something they done on, on TV, doing underwater photo shoots and video. I thought that was like the trick of a green screen on TV. Um, what what was the concept? Well, of course, I'll be 40 in like 10, less than 10 days. Wait, wait, what was the day? Yep, less than 10 days on the 28th. So, yeah, I feel like, let me try something different. Because we've done the empire. We've done the traditional family. I'm like, let me do something crazy. <laughs> I was amazed by the make. Did the makeup stay on underwater, too? It did. Oh, you got that expensive makeup. You got that Rihanna Fenty. <laughs> I don't know what she used, but it stayed in my, uh, the, the photographer, she was like, oh, I'm going to need her because your makeup of all people just wowed me and it stayed. Yeah. So Kendra Carter, she did that. Kendra Carter, look, uh, I'm not a drag, but I do a little powder every now and again. No, <laughs> wait, that didn't sound right. I don't do powder. I did not say that. Give me a little bam, 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 pow. That right there. He's speaking for himself. I'm... Just, when you go on camera, you got to do a little touch Yeah, you have up. to do a little touch-up sometimes. I used to do, you know, TV and stuff and be uh, an extra, and they used to put little stuff on us. And Are you too masculine for a little bit of pop, pop, bang, 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 bang? It's the way you word it. <laughs> <laughs> I do a little powder. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is this. <laughs> Speaking of powder. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, oh, that's a great segue to something I, I didn't even plan to talk about. But Cardi B done an uh, after party for Matt Gala, and she was up talking, and you know, nine out of ten, the powder was definitely on hand. But she cracked a joke about you know everybody being there having fun, and she, the, she, I guess she made the gesture as if y'all y'all know y'all gonna be snorting in just a second. <laughs> oh, why did social media rip her a whole new one? Why though? But it's real, though. It, it, you know, you have folks that do it all the time, even in corporate America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's one of those things. What happens in Vegas stays, stays in Vegas. Vegas. Mm-hmm. I guess, but it ain't like she ain't got no firsthand seat to it. Yeah. If anybody know what happens after the Met Gala is, huh? Mm-hmm. So why does social media decide they want to chime in for a bunch of people who ain't never been there? I don't think I want to go. Those tables are like $1,000. Oh, I need to get dressed up. Let's go. Come on. That's not bad, I guess. Wait, we can, you, you, we, we can do fundraising. We can do car washes and all that stuff. Go fund me. Wait, we don't have to do anything. Hmm. Didn't you just get a really wonderful account? Let's just say. I did, but I mean, between R&B sensation I Am Trevane and Steph's milk, milk press from Steph, like, do I really need to front the table? A bird of a feather flock, flock together. together. So, I mean, we can go in together. <laughs> together. That part. <laughs> so, what are your plans for your birthday, Steph? I think I, I played it pretty simple. Outside of the photo shoot and maybe going out to, you know, lunch or dinner, I really have no plans because I did a new TV out on the patio and I got the screens that he told me to get for it. And my son didn't bother me every day. JR ain't got to help you. I'll do it. Let him be a man. Let him help. <laughs> That's not so early. Now, her light meal is probably going to be Foco de Chao or something like that. <laughs> right. Some type of flambe. <laughs> it's Zanata in downtown Rockwall. That part. <laughs> Say it slow. Spell it. Z-A-N-A-T-A in downtown Rockwall. It sounds like a lot of money. Especially because you said downtown She was about to say something and she was like, yeah, it is. 
I'm gonna just FaceTime you from the house while y'all eating. <laughs> Didn't actually, you know, have extra chairs in case I wanted to come. So I mean, just yeah. that sounds like an invite. That sounds like an invite. It was. And I don't turn down nothing but the collar on my shirt when I, I do have one. one. So I can't, <laughs> even, can't even turn it down. I'll be there. At the most, my company's covering one hundred and fifty dollars. So it's Shondo no bullshit. I felt God. Shemini. Shout out to Casamigos. Is it, that's how, how you say it? Casamigos. Casamigos is in the house. Oh yeah. Um, last week we had the um, inside red mango. Who praise the Lord for communion? <laughs> we had great communion and we supped together as they did in the Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But today good. we're doing communion with Casamigos and pineapple juice. Uh, she has water, but I I'm allergic to water when there's alcohol around. I start breaking out. Come on now, Kirkland. Y'all want to, you know, endorse us too? Endorse, sure. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I love water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of water. Let's talk about our first story. Um, I was listening to The Breakfast Club a couple uh, weeks to months or so ago, but it came on my social media. Uh, Michael Blackston um, literally proposed to his girlfriend on The Breakfast Club. Um, and... Uh, of course, she said yes. Uh, and in the story, uh, well, in their interview, this is what they talked about. Okay, what my sound? It's going out again. I won't sing Baby Shark just to keep everybody entertained, though. Yeah, that boy. <laughs> Let's do it like this. So, Basically, what the story said, as a matter of fact, while we're doing that, I pull it up here. Got to work out the kinks. Um, what, how, how can I say this lightly without just being disgusted? Because, I mean, Julian found it amazingly funny. Well, the reason why, and it's not even allowing, it's more, um, I've, I've been in a long-term relationship, and I've said this before, um, you having sex with the same individual for years, it gets boring. I love and I it. just wanted some excitement in the bedroom. I love Michael, it. Michael, would that same arrangement work in Rada's case if she wanted to have one side piece a month as well? Uh, I mean, she's <laughs> allowed to have any female she wants. But not a man? Not a man, because she don't want a man. I don't want to, we don't need another penis in the relationship. What do you need from other women that you feel like you can't get from the person you want to call your wife? So that's the question we stop with. What is it? I'm afraid to even ask Julia, though. But is that what the institute, the institution of marriage have become? Because of, of course the Bible says the bed uh, marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiled. So that's why I need a pastor on for that. Because I'm curious to know if marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiled, is it cheating or is it wrong whenever you bring somebody else in your bed? Go for it. You go first. Okay, if we talk about biblically 
Yeah, I mean, it's okay, Pull your mic up to you, son. Speak into the microphone. Let me go ahead and talk to this mic. Talk to that mic. You should have saw Julian's face. <laughs> if we're talking biblically, I would have to say yes, because at the end of the day, it is the father, because you know, you the husband and the wife were building a covenant together, right? Mm-hmm. Under God. And we took these vows under God. Why do we need somebody else? I mean, we can do, we, we can figure this out together. We can, if I got to. Yeah. Stick you everywhere. Enjoy the mic. <laughs> Come on, Jill a Scott. A bunch of stuff, and we <laughs> we gonna figure this out. If we gotta go outside, anywhere, be spontaneous to make it fun and exciting. Yeah. We 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 can do this. I mean, that's just them being greedy. I think. What you think? Well, you said in in, in the Bible. In the Bible. In the Bible, this is stated. See. This is probably one of the perks of me being non-denominational. Wait, before we do that, I needed a, a, a pastor to chime in right fast. So, so I reached out to Lord. I reached out to one of the realest pastors I know. Look, so I am. We're doing a live podcast show right now, and there we are discussing uh, a story where um, Michael Blackston uh, has allowed his. Uh, well, no, his fiance has allowed him to have one side chick a month, but she can only have a female. My question to you is this. Where does that sit biblically? If Is it cheating or is it wrong biblically if a man and, a wife, and his wife decide to bring somebody else in the bed? Well, I mean, it, it, falls, under this, it falls under this. The bedroom is undefiled. Meaning, what goes on in your bedroom ain't nobody's business. Now, we start to put it on a public on a public uh, place, then we open ourselves up for opinion. But again, what goes on in your bedroom is it's your bedroom. Clay, man, thank you so much for chiming in, man. I appreciate it. All right, bro. All right. Shout out to Pastor Clay. That's my dude. When I tell you that's one of the realest pastors you ever gonna meet, he'll sit down and be like, "Nigga, look, this this is." Why he clapped so hard though? Like, Wait, <laughs> I'm I'm just about to ask that question. Because why when, did you get so happy? Because when it's a lot of things in the Bible that's misinterpreted. Okay, and that being one of them. Now, if you reread your Bible carefully, how many of these great individuals also had multiple spouses? This is true. So I find it hard to believe when people bring the Bible into the equation and say that that's morally. I mean, it may be morally wrong depending on your relationship style, but lots of people's relationships don't have that same style to them. Hmm. There's lots of different relationship styles. Most people like to reference the Bible when they're speaking about monogamy. Mm -hmm. But what about when it comes to polyamory, polygamy? Is that why you're non-denomination? That's part of it. (laughs) I am non-denomination too, but at the end of the day, I know I'll bully somebody. So your best interest is not to have somebody else because I'm a bully both of you and her. Just letting you know. Pig, pig, pig. <laughs> but, but now, see that—that's in the case of like cheating or something. In the course, y'all, y'all haven't had that conversation. Y'all haven't sat down and said, "Look, this is what we're going to do going forward. I'm going to allow you to do this. I'm going to allow you to do this." <laughs> the two of them have clearly sat down, yep. had this conversation on more than one occasion, 
Because not only did she say that he can have one side chick a month, but also he said that she can have one side chick a month also. But that's boundaries, though. It is. There are boundaries. There's lots of rules and boundaries. It shouldn't. But that's that's, that's not fair to her, though. But why she only got to Which means not fair to her. That's what they agreed on. That's what they agreed on. But you have to think about how strong-willed Michael Blackston is. Like, you'll kind of just want to accept because this nigga ain't changing his mind by any means necessary. Shouts out to everybody that's watching on uh, social media right now, on Stephanie's social media. She's about to make me pull my phone out and go on, too, because this is, this is good. You should. But, but go, go on, JR. But you also got to keep in mind, like I said, that's what they agreed on. So... Maybe he is Michael Blackson, but there are plenty everyday people who have these same type of arrangements. It's not just a bullying or one person being in control type thing. It's what you agree on. If that's your love style or your relationship style, then that's what it is. Agreed. There's several people that are in polyamorous or polygamous relationships, especially when the woman has either... Her man, maybe mm-hmm. another man, or maybe another woman. And everybody's okay with that. What happens if whenever you bring someone in, they do something for you that your mate doesn't do, and you get hooked on it? That's when you start having that conversation with your significant other. If y'all decide to bring that person into the relationship and become a throuple. Or if this is going to be a regular thing. That's a conversation that y'all got to have. Wait, this new word that he said? Did you catch that throw? That's not new at all. You sound educated in this matter, sir. I, I am, actually. Oh. Uh, well, oh, in, well in, in that case. He got that fresh hair. I'm going to come correct today. He got the glasses on today. Right. What does the glasses have to do with it? You got All right, so out. come on, let's go. We're gonna spend a couple more minutes on this subject then, since, since you educated in it. Well, come with it. What's the question? What is the, what is your deal breaker for a relationship like that? Like my deal breaker? Yeah, that, like my personal deal breaker. Like this cannot go on. This your topic. Come on. Yeah, come I on. Need, I need to give that some thought. <laughs> because I'm, I'm very leaning and relaxed. On right. A lot so, of wait, things, so, but what if? She wants to bring in another man, but you are a hundred percent straight. But I would like another man if I'm gonna do it. She can have another wait, man. Wait, if that's wait, what she wait, wants. wait, wait a minute. Because <laughs> I don't eat carpet, much carpet or anything. Like so, if I'm gonna, you know, I heard an invite, but I'm just saying. Wait, so wait, would you ever do a relationship like that, or not even a re- relationship, but uh, as Jada would say, an entanglement oh, like that? <laughs> Sorry, Jada, I can't side with you on this one. See, my thing is, with my partner, I think I'm a little stingy because even dating and being married for the longevity... Pull your mic up, son, for me. The longevity of it. I'm a little stingy. What's hearing his voice today? Mm -hmm. I'm stingy. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do and see if I see you enjoying her a little bit more than me, we got a problem. Which is the issue because if you're doing something with the other person and I'm just there like touching myself or in my case jacking off or whatever while while you're doing what you're doing I'm, I'm like I'm pissed nigga I'm still here exactly. first of all I'm pissed first of all there's always something for somebody to do in origin 
Nobody should be just standing there. If somebody's standing there, y'all doing it wrong. First and foremost. You've seen the porn. You've seen Pornhub. You've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen Let's that other that. person on the side, Let's like doing like little stuff. I've seen. <laughs> by my, themselves. But that, that's, Wait, also, don't they turn? that's also for visual factor, though. They're getting paid to stand there and do that because you get the best of both worlds in that case. Some oh, people like facts. to watch masturbation. Some people like to watch intercourse. If one person's masturbating and two people have an intercourse, you're getting the best of both worlds right there. I like to be penetrated at all times. I like to be touched at all times, sir, and I don't like to share. And I need you to look at the camera, too. And, and I, I love I, camera, and I love moaning and groaning. <laughs> I love it. And that's completely fine if that's your thing. If you want to be selfish and you like being monogamous, that's completely okay. But it ain't for everybody. I'm Okay, so where do you stand, Stephanie? One to a hundred, one being a strong no, a hundred being a yes. I already know the way you grabbed that microphone. Okay. Come on, Jill Scott. I could be shared. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm so stingy. He can't share. And that's the point. Like, it's a, a part of me, the curiosity that would want to venture out and try it. It's like, yeah, let's go. But the stingy part of me that won't mind for me, it's like, hell no. Facts. That, but see, that's a mental thing. It is a mental thing. That's a mental. You got to have mental strength in order to deal with that. But that's true. Because I can, I feel like I can be shared. But then at the same time, he may not. I mean, he may feel the same way, too. He may want that extra. But, you know, the girl. But not want to share with you with a man. So, you know, you, you got your kids 22. So in order for us not to even have that rift, that issue, that problem mm-hmm. arise, we just need to cut that out. Because at the end of the day, we both, I know how. I mean, but that, that's what y'all. I brings the goods. But that's what y'all would agree I bring, on, of course. All the goods. All the goods. So you act like you didn't see that? <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fetishes, comfort levels, and all this other good stuff, uh, listening to The Breakfast Club, I want to say about a week or so ago, um, this was a call-in. I want to know what you guys think about it. I'm curious about this. Kind of Wait, no, that's not it. Hold on. That's the wrong one, JR. Baby, he's saying, he telling me it's the wrong one. Like, he's not the one pulling it up. <laughs> I, I, I have to blame somebody. <laughs> Always blame the light skin guy, huh? That's that's how it works. Speaking of, I need to get to Vegas because um, Chris Brown has a residency at Drea's. Really? Where are we going? He's at Drea's, and that's right next to Harris Hotel. I know exactly where Drea's is. I've been there several times. So when are we going? I I need to go now because if I can go now, I can catch the inner ushers. And then I can jump on to Chris's. Hey, it's my birthday time. When we going? Two hundred. Sure. Is are the flight still two hundred for Vegas, or did they go up? <laughs> well, last time you booked out. the flight, like <laughs> two hundred dollars. Let's see if this is it or not. I I, I got to talk about this. Yeah, this is her best friend. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, here I we go. Stories before I had a homegirl tell me how a girl turned her out one time. Man, she said she went back to the girl place, and she said the girl dimmed the lights. And lit a candle and put on Sade. This ain't no ordinary love. <laughs> she said she ain't never experienced nothing like that ever. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello? Hello, this is Tyler Wardensky. Hey, what's up, man? You been turned out before, bro? Uh, yeah, so about a year ago, my, my girl, my wife cheated on me. And uh, I found out that I like it. I like other dudes. Like my wife. Oh, you love, you love other dudes smashing your wife? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so now she does it in front of you? 
sometimes we we haven't got too far into it. You know what I'm saying? But a couple times I've been like hiding in the closet, and stuff like that. So this is that. So that's called holding. Yeah. I think the term is clean up after after. So that that's what I'm most turned on by. I like to like sometimes show. Wait, let me stop there and then I'm finished. That's what he's most turned on by Jr. I heard him. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Default for for the likes of me. Hold on, what what happened? Where we at? All right, don't start over. Where's the ice yeah. bucket? Hold on, let me. Heard those stories before. I had a homegirl tell me how. My, my girl, my wife cheated on me, and uh, I found out that I like it. I like other dudes. Like my wife. Oh, you love you love other dudes smashing your wife. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so now she does it in front of you. Sometimes we we haven't got too far into it. You know what I'm saying? But a couple times I've been like hiding in the closet, stuff like that. So you sound like you're that, hiding in the closet. So for that's real. called holding. Yeah, I think the term is clean up after after. So that that's what I'm most turned on by. I like to like sometimes she'll she'll go out she'll go out to the club or whatever and she'll. Uh, have sex with a guy and he'll out of her and she'll bring it home to me and I'll, I'll clean her up. Okay. My yeah. brother, I'm tapping out. Yeah. Now, I'm, I, I, I like to play, but y'all wild this morning. Y'all done went too far for Uncle Charlotte. So wait, you clean I'm it like with a wet, with a wet wipe or with a um, face cloth or, or with something? With your mouth. That was a bit much. With my tongue. We haven't had breakfast yet. So, right, you're, so you had another guy's I'm out. ejaculation? I'm not playing no more. Yeah, I'm out. I'm tapping out. Okay. All right, man. You have a great weekend. See, this is, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. See, there's someone for everyone, though. This just goes to show you. No. <laughs> Hold up with his face. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to go here, but since we already here, we might as well go here. And I'm going to start with you because you you probably going to have one. What is your fetish? I can't even really say it. I got a extraordinary fetish or anything like that. And mm-hmm. I just like to I like to watch two women. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that ain't nothing out of the ordinary. How do you feel? Like, so, in the case of this guy, how do we classify him besides crazy? Uh, well, no, we we can't even classify him as crazy because but he eating two cones. Yeah, that's the point for him, and it turns him on. That that's 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 the unsafe part right there. But the first part of what he's talking about, he said he liked to watch his woman basically get smashed. That part is actually called voyeurism. That's called voyeurism. Mm-hmm. And no, that's the thing. That's actually pretty common. I I, I like those videos, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> but unprotected though. That's their thing. If he wanna clean up two comes, that's his thing. Definitely way higher than whatever my freak level is. <laughs> but then, so now, if I was to call Pastor back, what would that answer be? Because a shaman high You <laughs> are it's 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 more now than just a sexual thing. Like you putting your life at risk. Um, and it's not even her having sex with guys in front of him. She okay's no, he okay's her just to go out, do what you do. Drive home. Bring that nut home to me. <laughs> and then he probably smashed it after. Yeah. I don't think he cared about the smashing part. But no, what I'm saying is, 
<laughs> you just let her go prote- unprotected so the nut is in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she comes back. You eat her up and then you smash him too. So now he might you- not be smashing. He might just get pleasure out of he. There are some people her. that are probably turned on just by eating that man nut out that woman. You gay. No. I'm sorry. That, that, that. LGBT, ABCD. SWD. It, it ain't even got nothing to do with that. That's no. a whole nother level of fetish for a lot of people, actually. Now, I've heard the men talk about the fetish for the fingernails. I've heard the men talk about the fetish for the feet. I've heard the eating booties and wanting booties. They booties and all that other stuff. But this one. It's, 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 it's different. Uh, okay, so then we'll, let's talk about. <laughs> Another story. As a matter of fact, we gonna let me uh, pause for the calls right quick, and we'll be right back. Okay, y'all, and we are back. You are listening to the intro podcast. Uh, as you can see, don't nobody. Well, Stephanie gonna put her headphones on, but I don't even know what mine is no more. Uh, this is new to the podcast, but I welcome this shit. Um, Stephanie has prepared. A wonderful meal, and although it may seem a little ghetto, a little country, I am from Mississippi, so it is what it is. We are eating Stephanie's food live during the broadcast. Stephanie, tell everyone what you have prepared for us. I prepared some. Are you better talking or like? Beef kebab with some purple potatoes, which are Himalayan potatoes from um, native to Mexico, and then I got them some regular potatoes, and then I did some charred greens that JR has already cleared off his plate. He know how to eat his greens first. (laughs) (laughs) And then I did um, pork chops. We did some seared pork chops as well to compliment those that don't, you know, for us that eat pork. (laughs) That boy. So since we're in this this vein, let's talk about... uh, Meal prep. How, how long have you been? Uh, first of all, how long have have you been cooking? And then how how long? When did the the meal prep come along? Um, I've been cooking, and I was licensed well about fifteen years ago, but I let it go because you know family come first, and I kind of let my dream go for my ex husband's dream and truck and owning a trucking business. So I've been cooking for forever. However, I just you know recertified and got my license again. And meal prep with stuff after a crazy breakup um, in July is when I just like, you know what, fine guy, you know what, let's just do it. People had been asking me, when are you cook? Because I was always posting pictures of food that was cooking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I trust you. Um, and then I was single mom, no support. Um, <laughs> so it's my fresh out of jail. I'm like, he didn't have the money, so I'm like, God, I just trust you. And it was a positive busy for me, so I'm like, okay, well, let, let's let's get it. And it's been doing amazing, actually. You said something that um, I'm there now. How difficult was it to be like, okay, God, I trust whatever you're gonna say, and it's just gonna it's, it 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 just is what it is. Not not saying that God is not able to do, but even in our human. We look at what we see. Mm-hmm. So, in looking at what you saw, was it easy just to say, "Okay, God, let's go"? Um, you know what? Being from Oak Cliff, from the streets, you know what, God, I gotta yeah. trust you. You know what? At the end of the day, I got these bills that are coming up at me. I got the everything, you know, paying for the house notes, car notes, you know, insurances, all the bills, kids by myself. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You got to make a way. And he's definitely made those provisions for me. Um, and he brought the people to me that, you know, in order to 
get you know to be able to survive and yeah. do what I need to do. And then he did exceedingly above all that I could ever ask or think. And I am so grateful or whatever else. So as long as you trust and you take that that step forward, mm-hmm. he'll definitely supply and he'll make a way. Like even with this podcast, I'm like, oh, come on, let's let's get it. We're gonna do some great things. I'm excited about the podcast, but I'm excited about this pork chop. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you got two. I I was excited times. about the, the the purple potatoes, but they gone. <laughs> So, do you specialize in just healthy food? I don't, but I do prefer it for, you know, with the meal prep part, but I do do other stuff. So, you know, because I wouldn't always, you know, trying to be fit. What's your specialty? Oh, I do love doing pastas. I do like doing mac and cheese. And my kids love it. I'm doing it from scratch. I don't. I was just about to say, is it from, from scratch? Scratch. I don't. I don't mm, what? Are you a baker? used to be but I haven't really dived into baking things lately because a lot of the baking things were like not healthy for us from the south mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of did away with that and just kind of focused on doing like try to do five star restaurant kind of quality foods JR what you think about the food bro tap in I was hoping y'all keep talking so I can keep eating because <laughs> I haven't even got to eat yet <laughs> this, this is wonderful this is fire shout out to meal prep uh Wait, shout out to who? Meal prep for stuff, whatever. (laughs) You got to take a step. (laughs) Something like that, y'all. I got to lick my finger. Can't let no flavor go to waste. I'm licking the plate because there's flavor on my plate. (laughs) I ain't mad at you. I thought, what is all of this in the the charred greens that we're eating? Okay, so in the charred greens, I did put the jalapenos in there. I did do bell peppers. I did do onions, tomatoes, and then the seasonings. You know, I did the basic seasonings. I didn't have everything here because I cooked at your house, but I did to do the basic garlic. I did the um, I did iodine side, but normally I do sea salt and I do pepper. Um, but then normally I put a little herbs, mm-hmm. no matter what the herbs are. I was about to say, you got some herbs. <laughs> Let me find out. I need to call you for some edibles. Okay. <laughs> I've done Never mind. She didn't say that, y'all. I did not say anything. Question. So, with everything pretty much being organic, I think one of the main reasons why the uneducated African American don't do organic is they feel like it's too expensive. Uh, We were talking um, beforehand before we sat down and I was just smelling in my 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 my, my, my mouth was watering in the kitchen and we were talking. Um according to our, our conversation, it's is it's not as expensive as we would normally think. That is also true. Um you can go to some of these health food stores and like it's certain days if you catch when they're getting their fresh truck, they'll mark that food down. And I've learned, I've caught on. It's you know, like I said, the Bible tells us how people perish due to lack of knowledge. Facts. I'm just saying, if you become knowledgeable of how a business run and how to do things, you can benefit a whole lot of ways mm-hmm. once you learn the game. And that's a lot of black people or minorities. Period. Once you learn the game, you can really benefit a great deal from it. Yeah, because my thing, uh, I I don't know if I, I told you all this a couple of days ago, but. If I ever have something wrong with anything, whether it's a mechanical issue or something in my home, if I have to call somebody to fix it, I'm looking over their shoulder. 
because I want to make sure if it breaks down again, I can probably fix this myself. Mm-hmm. It's true. Don't talk. Go on to eat, baby girl. Mm. JR ain't said much of nothing. And my food almost gone. It really is. Oh, my goodness. When I eat, I'll be on Do Not Disturb. So you don't eat pork, JR? I don't. Why? It's really a health choice, honestly. I'm not allergic to it. I like the taste of it. But I notice how my body weight goes up and down when I do and don't have it. Mm -hmm. So I just prefer to cut out pork. I cut out a lot of white substances. Like, I don't eat a lot of bread. (laughs) I'm sorry. See? From the previous conversation, I knew when no. I was going to go down. I was going to say you cut out white people. <laughs> that means in my diet, no way. Mm. I've never had one, actually. I've never had a white person. Never. Have I? No. I haven't either. Well, of course you haven't. You've been tied down for the last Wait, speaking years. of white folk, I, I had a conversation. You know, I, I, I told y'all about the ex that came over. Well, the friend that came over, and we were talking about the difference in the ethnicity groups, how there are certain certain things that we believe should always happen that they just don't think should happen. And since we're eating food, I wanted to mention (laughs) and see how you guys felt about a while ago there was a story that hit uh, headlines that a lot of white folk don't think they need to. Wash their chicken before they cook it. <laughs> Stephanie, you can have this one because you're a meal prep, so you can go, go, go on and get them. I mean, <clears throat> you know they already kind of process it already, so you don't have to. Okay. It's just that process. We, yeah, that means they already done everything to it. So is it something that, as African Americans, it's just been engraved in us? I think so. Because everything that's hit that that manufacturer, they had to do it according to the, the FDA and all that other good old stuff. The, the people that watch our food, make sure it's safe and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're good. But it's just something that we do out of our heritage, out of our you know our culture and everything else, just to kind of rinse food off. And I even had to tell my husband, you don't have to. Um, it's just something that people just do, um, but you don't have to. So they're not necessarily that crazy for feeling that way. Then I apologize to y'all, white folk. You see a little red, a little blood, you know, you think you... But people eat, even boil the blood for food and make food, you know, um, make dishes out of that. So mm-hmm. the blood that you see, you think it's extra, you got to rinse it off. You don't because it's already safe. It's safe. And even the age, you know, you don't, you don't agree. Out of my own caution, I'm still going... I'm still going to wash my No, I think you can. You still can wash it. But I'm just saying, it's Marcus. You're, you're safe. Because even if we can take it back to the old times or whatever else... <coughs> did you really have the water to wash the food? But what we did is we dressed, we killed the animal, we dressed the animal right there, we took out the organs and everything else, and we put it in the pot and we ate it accordingly. Mm-hmm. We didn't do all this extra. We just, we, you just, you bougie. This is really just turned into a conversation and not even a show. It's all good. <laughs> Y'all gonna love us in a minute, I promise you. We gonna get back to our, our, our topic, but I wanted uh, the intro um, outside of having all the wonderful guests that we we have. It's just a warm atmosphere where you can uh, see people from different walks of life um, just actually chill and get together. And with, with that being said, I, uh, I'm i curious, JR, what, um, 
when did you become as comfortable in the LGBT, SWV, J-A-D-E, A-E-I-O-U community? Being a 100% straight guy, I think that it was attractive to me, but not attractive as in, ooh, I want him, but ooh, I just think he dope and I just really want to be around him because there's not too many heterosexual men that are as comfortable around us. Um, but you are. So what? at what point in life, what happened for you to get there? I can't really say what happened. I don't think it was any one event. I just know that I'm comfortable in who I am. And I really just realized that one person's any type of thought process or preference doesn't really affect me. Um, I, I find it I find it difficult to believe that people care so much about what other people are doing mm-hmm. or saying. Like it's their life. Let them be themselves. So, I mean, with with me, that's just how I look at people. I mean, like, the, the downfall about it is a lot of people like to lump people since, you know, the LGBTQ is, they feel like it's all one movement and everybody's just kind of one and the same. And mm-hmm. it's not. But at the end of the day, they're all people Agreed. just trying to be themselves. I feel like if people spent more time trying to be themselves, then we would have a lot more diversity these days. People will be able to actually channel their creative sides, and we would probably have a lot of more inventions and things out here than what we do now. But people's concern for everyone else is what slows us down, my opinion. Yeah. I agree. Well, I think it's highly commendable, uh, uh, again, because we don't have a lot of allies who, male allies, females love us. But you guys are really phenomenal. Even in the hairdressing, the creativity, and everything that you do, you put so much energy and you put a lot into it, and Mm -hmm. I love every effort that you guys do. So without you, a lot of the creativity and stuff that we see out here on the market, on media and everything else, we wouldn't even have because you guys are super dope and amazing. And I hate that the world is set up here and, you know, you know, we're not to judge because there's no one without sin, to be honest. Mm-hmm. No one. So let us take the speck out of our own eye and appreciate and, you know, and just gravitate to what you, your calling is and just enjoy the, uh, the ambience of just having the presence of you guys and the diversity of it. I, I love it personally. I tell people if, and it's mainly, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm really not sorry. Okay, sorry. If you take, any song written that make people cry in church per gay person take that song out your church and see if you still have a song it's true because a lot of people have been molested they've been you know sexually assaulted and a lot of different things have happened that you know in their life where they felt like they didn't couldn't trust a certain thing and went with another and it's it it, it, it is variations of it or whatever yeah. else or even they felt like they were born it i mean but that doesn't see it's a church we shouldn't be so judgmental of people because that's turning people away mm-hmm. 
And I hate that the elders in the church do it because, you know, my mom is of the 40s and I've seen them and they hate and they, you know, they just speak down on people. And I'm like, you know what? God don't want that. Because Jesus, who did he hang with? Right. You saw him hang with the most simple people as well as the, the most bigger sinners as well. Mm-hmm. Prostitutes and everything else. And if he had the audacity to do that it, boy, yeah. the audacity to do it, who the heck are we to sit up here and judge and say that we're, we're too good? Yeah. Or you're not good enough to sit at my table or be around me. No. Ministry is everything that you do. Because you could be the only Jesus that people see. Yeah. So your your goal is to love on people, be kind to people, and just be what God called you to be. Yeah. And if it ministers to them, and God convicts or whatever, or talks to them about whatever their journey is in life, let that's them. Yeah. It's not for us to judge because I know I ain't without saying because you know I know a little bit about porn. Huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. You're listening to or you're watching the intro podcast. I'm joined with my co-host, my family, my people, and I love them. Let me, um, someone once told me a long time ago that you, you either have the family that God give you or the family that you choose. I have the family that I choose with me today. Uh, I have uh, the one and only JR, and I have Stephanie who has cooked a meal that made me miss every bit of my mother. God damn it. Um, thank you for the meal. This is the first time we've never, we've done drinks on other shows or whatever, or even with us, but this is the first time we had a full course meal. So I thank you for preparing that meal for us. Uh, Steph. It was good. That meal prep thing, I need you in my life every day. Hey, ma'am, <laughs> I'm here for you. See, I got you. I got you. See, when we <laughs> we come in fellowship on this mic, I got you. Pray the Lord. Hey, man. So if I put my cash up, I need money so I can get more food. That's what that is. Because <laughs> I'm telling first of all, it's organic. And if you know me from Mississippi and Louisiana, I don't even know how to spell organic. <laughs> Just saying. Speaking of. But it tastes good. It's wonderful. Which is, I promise I was going to get on this, this other topic. This allowed me to understand uh the visitor that I had or whatever, we were talking and he was like, uh, he want to get across to people that just because you hear the word organic does not mean bland. Mm -hmm. Why is that such a misconception? Because the people that started, you know, putting organic on a map, it's not our color. Mm -hmm. So they're cooking and the season is different Mm -hmm. than what we do or whatever else. But you can make it taste delicious. Yeah, because we talked before we started eating this wonderful meal, and, you know, I, I told you what I'm used to, but you didn't use pretty much anything that I'm used to eating, but it's still really, really good. So I'm a Tony Sachery's all the way around, day and night. You didn't even touch it. I didn't. What's the difference in what you use and why I don't necessarily need the Tony Sachery's? Tony Shasherin is a processed seasoning that comes with the most down the line seasoning that there is. But I, you know, see, and I didn't use sea salt today, but normally I do. But um, you, you really don't need to do all the stuff. It's all in the love and the skill set. But no, basically, you know, sea salt is all you need. You know, maybe garlic, and I love me some garlic. If y'all not allergic to it, what's the difference in um, the sea salt and just the regular? 
Um, sea salt is just healthy, more organic from nature or whatever else, and your body know how to process it versus the iodine salt or whatever else that they process and do whatever else they do to it or whatever else. And our body does Diet. not know how to process processed foods. So it works harder in order to process it and break it down. But when you have something natural, our body knows how to deal with it, and it just... And it flows. It gives everybody the nutrients, everything that our body needs in order to be successful every single day to be to be able to perform at its highest level. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I better get rid of that. You know, you gonna know me some some, some fried chicken and that <coughs> boy. Chicken, but that flour, that white flour and stuff that's processed. But they got even wait, 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 wait. What you talking about? White flour? What's why? Why not? What? Who? What? When? Where? Why? Jr. just touched on this a second ago. You got rid of a lot of the white stuff. A lot of that ain't good for you unless you know you come in from organically. Like I said, they process the stuff to make it cheaper, to make a bigger pro- you know, profit from it, and it's not good for us because they're adding fillers in it, and our body don't even know how to deal with those fillers. So your best bet is just to deal with everything organically. Cause Why is organic food priced so high then? Because it's better for you. They want to kill the folks that can't afford it. Oh, sorry. Oh. That's all I really wanted you to say. Hold on, hold on. That's what I wanted you to say. No, hold on. Let me, let me look at it from a different spent, from, from a different standpoint. Okay. Organic food is so much higher. Because it's not. Um, and it takes less to process it, though. Let me talk to my dope boys real quick. It's less to process The dope boys or dope boys? Dope boys. Okay. Let me talk to my dope boys real quick. Organic food is like pure crack. It's non-cut. Yes. So when you start cutting the stuff to try to make more out of your profits, then you, you're able to put it at a lower price point so you can sell more of it. Yes. Really, you're still selling the same amount of dope or crack in that case. You just cut it up. So now it looks like you have more, but it's more diluted. Absolutely. Witness that crack is whack. <laughs> but it, that's just an example. I'm just speaking from my own experience. No, okay? but that was a perfect example mm-hmm. to speak to the people that you know we were talking to anyway. You don't have the lot of yeah. diluted your food, you process it, you made it to, you know, it, it does become more. It's not the same amount because you you put some extra stuff in there to dilute it so you can have a bigger for a, a price that where you can get more profit. But it ain't the pure. It ain't the it ain't the clean stuff. That, that clean. And that's why you get it for cheaper because you're getting less of the product that you originally got mm-hmm. in the first place. Absolutely, it's flour in it, but yes, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, in there also. And guess where a lot of that that processed food goes to? What communities it, yeah. you see it in? Yeah. Um, I don't really. I. I I don't really shop Walmart anymore. Yeah, because like <coughs> I didn't want to, but we want your we, we want your business though. You, you don't you <laughs> don't let, see. Let, let's not don't talk the store for selling it. Let's down talk the the name let, of the company that's manufacturing. Let, let, let's not even down talk. Let's not down talk nobody. Let's just say where you get your stuff from and get them a shout out for you being able to buy from them and make this great organic meal for us. You know what? I'm going to kick a shout out greatly to Sprouts. Sprouts, you you guys are dope. Y'all been dope. And I definitely catch y'all sales or whatever else. And when y'all do, y'all mark down or whatever else. I kind of learn the game or whatever else where I can kind of make my business profitable in regards to that. I mean, and the food is amazing. Everybody that touches it, it loves it. And again, I normally shop like a Friday and cook freshly for y'all Saturdays or Sundays and you get the real, t- really taste organic food. I well, think that at affordability, by the way, because I only charge $8 a plate. Y'all. And I was about to say, my my issue with organic eating versus regular, um, number one, is 
community visibility. I can't go to Oak Cliff and see a Whole Foods or a Sprouts. You can't. You won't. And I'm from Oak Cliff. So it's, it's, it's like, but I can go there and I can see a Walmart, mm-hmm. a Kroger's that's serving everything else. Process. And if they do have something organic, it's, to me, it's priced more than what you would do if you go to Sprouts or Whole Foods or whatever. True. And one thing that was a turnoff for me for as Walmart, like the tilapia and stuff that you get, you see it is, it's, it's preserved for carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. But that's poison to us. Right. If we breathe that stuff, and I'm glad I was able to see that article that showed me that. I'm like, once I saw that, I'm like, okay, let me start really reading what it is that I'm putting in my body per y'all. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why we have thyroid issues and mm. all these diabetes and we have gout and all this other stuff. It's the processed food that we're putting in our bodies. And people don't realize you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. You need to realize what you're putting in your body. If you want a longevity and great life, Sorry to say, we got to put some people out of business, you know. Do what's best for us in order to, for us to thrive because they're already putting us in jail. Yeah. They're already killing us. Yeah. And if we want to exi- continue to exist and thrive, we got to do what's best for us. We got to be healthy. We got to do healthy yeah. and think differently than what we've been doing and what our parents and, I, you know, you know, people before us was doing. Which is why for me, like, I'll never go back to live in Mississippi because it's boring as hell and they don't have street lights. Well, y'all got six. Yes, they do have that. Because <laughs> my back in the it, in the country, that's what they do. Yeah, because like my grandmother had like I, I want to say sixteen. My mother parents had thirteen, and then my um, dad's parents had about close to the same. Because I've been finding out <laughs> at first I thought it was seven eight, but I, over time I found out it was about the same. So and like for me, although the country living is boring, but the country food is amazing. It's amazing because it's organic. Yeah. Like, my grandmother had two gardens the size of football fields. Mm, that's amazing. She had, the ro- she had the chickens. She had the roosters. She had the pig pens. Like, everything we ate, we either grew or we played with a week before. And I, I say that in right. joking, but that's really what it was. That's how my grandmother was, and that's what my sister is doing today. She's bringing back, I don't know if y'all saw, you know, my page or whatever else, but I was at my sister's house. She's bringing that back. She said that she felt like God is saying, you will be a supplier. So if we ever go into, yeah. you know, the end of the world, she like she felt like God was telling her, you're going to be a supplier, and I'm, I'm for it. And I'm, that's the major thing. If I can get a couple acres of land... That would be the best plan ever. Just till that ground and just grow food. That's why I got. I've been practicing in my little backyard. You know, our friend Amir is doing that now. So Amir is speaking of Amir, and I, I literally uh, early today I wanted to talk about him. Um, but nine out of ten, let me talk about your backyard. Is it Jr. Is <laughs> is it a little backyard? Is it the backyard or is it a field? Is it a football field, a tennis court, a basketball court? Well, she got to have her hot tub in her section where they watch TV at in her backyard. So I wouldn't call it a football field, but she, she got a little bit of y'all. I'm, I'm coming to your house real soon. Come on. So let me do this. Um, I absolutely love Amir for two reasons. Number one, I got <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't. Yeah, he really did. 
if I if if uh I would have never known Amir and didn't uh over the years and wasn't invited to the bowling party, I would never met Jr. But um, Amir is dope. Yeah. Um, what is the philanthropy he do? Uh, need to feed. Need to feed. Yeah. Um, Which I volunteer for. Amir is a young man. Um, probably probably younger than me. I'm forty. But he took it up on himself to find days of the month where he literally just feed the homeless, clothe the homeless, and everything. And uh, it's, it's it's commendable because Amir could be doing something anything, but he he just chooses to serve the people. I love it. Uh, I see on his social media a lot that he's growing food, and I'm jealous. Because like he's in it to it, like he's in it in it, growing everything that he eats is literally coming out of his yard, and it's freaking dope. So shout out to Amir and Needs to Feed uh, for everything that you guys are doing in the DFW community. Absolutely love it, and I appreciate you for it, man. You are dope, and um, yeah, that part. Uh, I was gonna say something, but I don't want to say too much because I don't know what I can and can't say. <laughs> Um, so Amir, I love you, bro. Uh, thank you for introducing me to this 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 guy by me that I've grown to love. Because had you not met Jr., then you would have met me. So we wouldn't have. Uh, and I, I I wouldn't have food. Um, the story that I want to really stick with you guys. Uh, this comes from again coming from the Breakfast Club, but they are discussion pusher team and future. Let's go. Very well deserved. Yes, mm-hmm. fifty-five thousand is what they were saying between streams and pure sales. So nice. congratulations to him. That's a push for his first ever number one album. Also, they have projections for next week for Future's album. I never well this week. I never liked you. And according to those reports, they're saying he's going to sell between one hundred and seventy-five to two hundred thousand wow. units. So they said it will be the biggest debut of the year. Over wow. sixty million streams day one. And that's why longevity is the key. When you look at somebody like Pusha T, Pusha T's been around since nineteen ninety-six. Just getting his first number one as an album now, but he's been making a great living. He's known as one of the the, the, the best to ever do it, and he's been doing it for twenty plus years. Look at somebody like Future. He's been doing it well over a decade. It's like it's, I don't even know how, how, what number album this is for Future. Yeah, I don't know but he's about, he about to have another number one album, okay? And if I'm not mistaken, Future's like tied for fifth most number one albums by any rapper ever. Mm. The moral of the story is longevity is the key. It's cool. Nice. So I'm not necessarily engulfed in the rap part of music or hip hop or more in the R&B. Um, so inspirational part, but uh, longevity is the key. Um, they have been, they've both been doing music for years and years and years. And Pusha T has been doing this for a, a long time and didn't get the notoriety whenever he first started, which is years ago, up until now. Uh, Future has had a, a, a really successful um, career also. But in the years that they had the fame that they did have, although they didn't get the number one ranking releasing an album they didn't stop uh and this is important this particular part of the show this 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 deep dive is important because i want us to explain why consistency 
in whatever it is you're doing, whether it's your nine to five job, whether it's your career, whether it's your relationship, whether it's whatever it is, consistency is really important because a lot of times we be on what we consider this journey and we get discouraged and we let it go because it doesn't happen in the time that we want it to happen or the time that we project that it should. Uh, I was listening to another show. I think I was listening to The Brilliant Idiots, which is also Charlemagne the God. And he was saying, um, if you ever enter into anything and you give yourself a time limit saying that, like for me, I'm going to start music nine. If it doesn't pan out by this time, I'm done. Or you with your, your clothing line. If it don't pan out by this time, I'm done. You with your food. If it don't pan out by this time, I'm, I'm done. Uh, once you enter into anything and you put a timeline on it, you might as well not even do it. Agreed. Because you've already set yourself up for failure because it's it's never going to happen when you want it to happen. No. It's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. True. Like we said, God's perfect timing or whatever else. He knows how to perfect, you know, perfectly align everything accordingly that works out for your benefit where he gets praise. Yeah. Christian wise. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. But we definitely have to put in the work every single day and we have to find the intrinsic uh, self motivation in order to make things happen. And we got, just got to continue to do it. It becomes a lifestyle or whatever else and what we do in order for it to be successful or whatever else in anything that we do. Um, that's school, that's our jobs, that's our business. Everybody that's made it, they had to sacrifice a lot in order to get to where they were. Mm -hmm. And it's no different from anybody else. You got to sacrifice friends or time and efforts or people partying and living your best life sometimes just to get to where you want to be. So we're all individually in industries that are heavily populated by a billion people who are doing what we do, whether they've made it or they're at our, our level or even somewhere a little bit above us. What is it about your dedication individually to all three of us? What is it about your dedication that says, even though I'm not there yet, I know I'm not done. Let's start with you, Stephanie. Ooh, that I'm not done yet. Um, I just... I wake up every morning with a different kind of joy because everything that I sacrificed years ago in order, and I see it just manifesting today. So with me, you know, trusting God or whatever else, it gives me that hope. I'm optimistic about, okay, God, if I just continue to be dedicated and I committed my job and my role and whatever I'm doing to you, I just know you will grow it. You will manifest it. You will make it happen or whatever else. So that is my motivation every day. And I've been seeing everything that I pray for manifest within itself. So that's my, my goal. And then I'm like, okay, I'm getting really busy. God, I got to revamp this because this <laughs> I can't continue to do it the way I was doing it before here by myself. I got to revamp it. But God is just, I'm just saying, if you just really commit and just trust him, he'll do great things in your life. But you got, I mean, not everybody feels the same way I do, but I just learned me committing everything I do and just being steadfast and just being committed to whatever I'm trying to make grow, work. It, it does. You just got to put the my education. Every time I took a test, a quiz, mm-hmm. I'm like, God, he'll bring it to my remembrance what I need to do in order to pass this quiz. The Lord, I thank you that I pass this quiz. You know, I'm always manifesting it before I do it. Like, God, give me the know-how or the remembrance, and I make, and it happens. Yeah, That's for me. That's me. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, 
I trust him. Yeah. I trust him in everything that I do, and I go to him about everything that I tr- do, including the show. I'm like, God, I want to do a podcast. I want to be able to talk and yeah. tell people, talk to people, or whatever else about. It ain't about me. It's about getting whatever you need me to get out to mm-hmm. people, and it happened. Yeah. You're so amazing, Taz. I just want to say it. it. You do amazing work, and this has been seamless for me. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm whatever God got for you. Yeah. You're going to do some great things. I'm excited about it. JR, you in the clothing clothing, fashion, designer world. So there's not a million people. There's probably about 50 billion trillion people um, doing that. What is it that makes you as good as you are? Keeping in mind, and everything else. Seeing other people that may be at a level that you know with the opportunity, you will smash them. But they're there and you're here. What makes you say, okay, I'm still here? That's a loaded question, but short answer is, don't focus on someone else's journey. Absolutely. Because when you start to do that and you start to compare yourself to what other people have and what they've done, see, really, we pay attention to us in the U.S., we pay attention to people's results. So we know their results, but we don't know what they went the through process. to get there. Yes. I agree. And I've learned recently to fall in love with that process. Not just the process of getting to the end result, but the process in general. What I do right now with my line, I would do regardless if I had a line or not. You have to love what you do. That's true. And I would continue to do what I'm doing right now. If it didn't bring me another order, didn't sell another shirt, another pair of joggers, jeans, whatever the case, I would still be doing what I'm doing because it's something that I like to do. But shout out to the order that you did get, though. What's that? But Shout that out to the order, order that you did get. <laughs> but that said, I love how I'm educated, but you're You're so smart. <laughs> you're smart. You're handsome, and you're it's important. A, you're important. I'm smart on accident. I'm smart. I'm smart by uh, trial and error. Trust but, me. And you know what though? There, if if people would admit that, there are so many people. Who are literally smart on accident. Yeah. They're smart because like and like, but to the public, they'll make it seem like they're smart because oh, I'm just what no, you're smart because life has kicked you in the ass and yeah. you've learned a couple lessons, but you don't want the world to know I've had to go through XYZ to get right here. You ain't lying. Mother the- at 14, had to work since 15, been able to, you know, mm-hmm. had to hustle your way through in order to mm-hmm. get to where I'm at. So at the end of the day, it, when all else fails, I know how to hustle. Yeah. So you're right. You ain't lying about that part. That's why I'm like, I love it. You know, I didn't know how to, how to convey it and put it out there, but you said you... I just thought he was handsome just to be <laughs> handsome. He said a perfect word. God, darling. The most successful people, some of the people that I follow their advice those most successful people that y'all know their results, most people don't know their process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the common denominator in all of those people that I follow that have massive success is they say they failed a bunch of times. You can't be afraid to fail because failure 
teaches you what not to do. But that's my problem, though, with people that know that because, like, for, for us, social media gives you an opportunity as the producer to choose to show your process or show your ending. So what we've been subject to seeing is the end. So we just feel like we can wake up tomorrow morning and get in a closet, record a song and make a million dollars because Beyonce done it. Or Mm -hmm. we can um, buy a shirt press and put our name on something and we're going to sell a billion. But the process that it took Damon John to do FUBU, Mm -hmm. the process that it, 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 it took the... The years for growing the whole Destiny's Child brand to Beyonce having to grow her brand or um, the the shelf like if people would show more of the process than the actual success, I think one or two things it would confirm what other people feel that they're able to do, but if they see the process that it takes to get there and they know it's not in them, choose another route. But I kind of get a little over that because even through my process of even healing after the hurt that I've endured, people don't, they see it, but after that I get tired of seeing your process of going through it until you show. That's shout, the problem. Show mm-hmm. or whatever else. What it is is that people don't like the process. People like the end result. People gravitate oh, towards the end result. So what most people do is they endure the process and then they share the end result. So then to those who want to know the process can reach out to those people and you can learn. They can talk. To I'm going to charge you to learn my process. In some cases, that is the case. But there are a lot of people out there that are just willing to share information. Honestly, the person who taught me was just willing to share the information. And I'm kind of the same way. If you want to know something, I'm going to give you the information because I want to help you make yourself better. Absolutely. So, and I've had numerous, I mean, it's been a lot of people that reached out to me saying, hey, you've helped me because I'm dealing with X, Y, Z and whatever else. But then again, I kind of like seeing like my lights go from like hundreds to like maybe 50, 60. You know, not everybody likes the process. They don't like to see the journey. They think Mm -hmm. maybe you being negative or you being this certain type of person. I'm like, no, I'm just showing you my transparency. I'm just being honest. I'm showing you how I went from here up high and then I went low and now I'm trying to rebuild back to mm-hmm. where God is calling me to be or whatever else and it's not a pretty process and I, I, I just about to say it's important that, that people know that the process is not pretty because the result of where I am right now looks real good so you would want to do what I do because what you see looks good but if you know what it took for me to get all of this mm-hmm you might want to change your mind because you know what you built for and what you're not built for. So I, so like, you know, it's important to me that we share the process because yeah. whenever you say like, people be like, Oh my God, I want to be like Beyonce. I want to be like Tyler Perry. I want to be like, I don't want to be like them because I don't know the full of what it took for them to be them. Because whenever you say you want to be like somebody, like you want to follow that that long road map. Like Tyler Perry, I think he was homeless at one point. Homeless living in his car. Although, wait. So 
in a way, <laughs> hold on, Tyler. I'm, I'm on your neck though because when I moved to Dallas, I slept in the back of my Hyundai Accent. I so, so guess what? I'm on your neck, Tyler. Absolutely. Guess what? God is going to do some great things for you. I just, I just, I'm excited. I'm so excited for you. I'm excited to do some what red carpet stuff or whatever we gonna do. We, I'm just excited because I'm not turning down BET no more. I'm not turning down TV One no more at all. Y'all, we we just gonna have money just set up to where I'll be like, look, within the next three days. We got we we got this whatever because I really wanted to go talk to Yolanda Adams about this show because you know she's known as this super Christian, mm-hmm. but in this show she is the villain. She's like the nigga that's like she's not singing. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so I I want to ask Yolanda how different is it for you to go from the battle is not yours, it's the Lord to say nah nigga this battle mine and I want this. I'm I'm here for it. Listen, we ain't I'm ready. I'm ready for all the shows. I'm ready to, you know, do the interviews for everybody. I'm excited. And we're going to do this together in style. Let's Speaking of battles. Are you going to style us? Who going to style us? Am I going to style y'all? <laughs> when it comes down to urban where all I do uh, in the public eye is uh, lying Oh, okay, so I got y'all. <laughs> I don't do nothing gotta, else but line hard. I got some stuff for the women coming out too, so be on the lookout yeah, for that. I'm, I got I'm, you covered. I'm, 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 I'm lying hard for real. But like. when it comes to photo shoots, you know, I create that the vision or whatever else. Clearly, you know, you're I'm, getting in the pools and all of this. Oh stuff. no, I'm a visionary. You know, I create photo shoots. We very need to well. have our uh, our crew photo shoot really, really soon. Ew, Let's put that out cool. there. We'll do that. Huh? Um, hey, shout out to the people that do the photos. I mean, we like affordability, and we, if we like to look good. Do it same time. We don't want no, no, no. Don't, don't. So recently, and this is the last deep dive uh, that we're, we're going to uh, do, and we'll end on a a high note. But let's let let's talk about the recent influxuation of uh, mass shootings. Um, of course, we've been in our uh, inbox talking about it, but. Um, it seems like whenever, to me, the conspiracy theorists of that's inside my mind is like these people. I feel like they're talking to each other because it never happens just one isolated incident. Whenever one does it, you should always look for at least two more, and that's even with uh, police shootings. Like it never happens as a single thing. I guess I can take some too since all the alcohol gone. <laughs> It's it's never an isolated incident. It's always you, it, it's like they travel in pairs. Um, but I don't know if it was in the group chat or uh, if I was talking to Jr. individually, and I was like, this this situation with this this guy in Buffalo, New York. They they were going to give him the case or the option to say that there was something mental wrong with him or that he snapped because of a situation. And lo and behold, um, the story reads the Buffalo shooters family claimed he murdered 10 people due to COVID relatives say suspect 18 years old snapped at the supermarket because of his paranormal and isolation during the pandemic. Why do they always give these white folk the opportunity to claim mental illness. Go ahead. Okay. I think it's bullshit. 
And this is the Christian saying, I think it's all bullshit, like, for real. I've, I've studied inequality in America or whatever else, and I'm just sick of the title of the, you know, the excuses that you're giving to people that are not of the minority descent or whatever else in order to make it seem right. Niggas, y'all is the one that's, like, heavy populating the jails. Y'all have done the massacres in America. Mm-hmm. Y'all have stolen the land. Y'all, you've done a lot of stuff. Man, I... Let me not get fired from my job. Let me let y'all have this. Because Luckily, I ain't got no job to get fired from. So, the problem is that these people created the laws, Dead. right? Mm-hmm. So now we got what's called legal loopholes that they've learned. Absolutely. And so they got to take advantage of these legal loopholes as much as they possibly can. And honestly... I feel like who started the trend of that was Zimmerman. Yeah. But, it, you know, what? I think it even dates back to Zimmerman because it's just been something that's just happened over time or whatever else. It, it, it's, it's just been what America was founded upon. And we're, we're trying to change the dynamics now. This has been forever. It's just being more magnified and seen and people are capturing it and showing it and showing you in the public and it's the public really doing something. Yeah, we fight. They march with us or whatever else. But is what is the change really doing? Because if we don't change the public system, what does that mean? We're going to continue to deal with the same thing. We're going to continue to argue. And the black people, we, we complain about it to each other. Oh, 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 we're tired of it. But what are we really doing? Yeah. If you're not doing anything, what really is that going to do for us? Yeah. If you're True. not getting out there and putting yourself in those positions where we can make a change, y'all, we're just wasting time. We're wasting our breath. We're just getting frustrated for what? And we're, if we're not doing and being active, like us being here talking about this stuff, this is active. Mm-hmm. Active. So if we're not doing anything, nothing is going to change. Y'all got to get out of here and stop. I, I don't want to do it because they don't make a amount of money, but you ain't making that amount of money no way. So Facts. why don't you get your and do something and change what we're trying to do? You you want your kids, your descendants, and everybody else to make it. You got to be that change. Yeah. You got to be that change for real. Like y'all, It has nothing to do with money. We live in a class of society. I didn't say nothing about money. Well, but that's that's what people think it is. Oh. People feel like, well, what 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 impact can my one voice have? What they don't realize is the voice of many who have the same thought process can make magic happen. Absolutely. And since the system was created a certain way, the system wasn't created to necessarily help them. The system was created the way that they wanted it to be from the jump. Absolutely. So if we want to change that system, we need not only to fight back, we need to unify and get them to see our point of view. But how do we go about doing that? Do we stop killing each other in order to get unified? I was just about to say, in order to be, see, unity... That whole we need to be unified, it comes in parts because I speak with people that are not necessarily Mm African-American. And their comment is, y'all complaining about other people killing y'all. Y'all kill each other, too. Absolutely. But you know who? what race kills each other more than anything? Tell us, JL. It ain't us. No, it's not. It's just more, ours are more 
publicized. And the ratios to our people. Yeah. Because they want to make us look like the bad guy. But then I tell y'all that in last podcast or whatever else, you know, you need to take that media with a grain of salt because of whatever else. They, they it's bias led, so they want to put out there what they want to put out. And we not necessarily are the full villains because mm-hmm. we're not the one creating full massacres and killing everybody here in America. It's the other. Yeah. But they're not going to show that. And even even though I'm in a privileged area or whatever else. I hear the kids talk about the drugs that are here, but you'll never hear that on the media. No. You'll never hear the kidnapping and, and how, you know, a lot of the stuff that happens in that area. You 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 won't. But no. I hear it personally because I know people in Plus you're there, yeah. That, you know, our our area is highly trafficked. Yeah. They easily can pick you up and since we're off the highways, take you and your folks will never see you again. Yeah, ever again. Ever again. They drug you, and you, it's it's heavy out there. Yeah. It's heavy in white areas because that's the money. That's where the money yeah. is. So don't let media fool you, believing that the black you know area is the 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 villains, the bad people, and everything else. Because really, we don't have the money to really be all that. Now you have your certain drug lords or whatever else, but they ain't prominent as these you know who who create the the meth and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. We can't touch that or. Or the people that bring the cocaine and all the other stuff. Yeah. Man, man. Even we, in the drug world, they... We can't touch what the other people doing. At all. As a minority. Our, our team, our group. But that's what public show you that we are. We're, we're mm-hmm. bad and stuff. And I, I just, it's just really disgusting to me. That's why I had to cut off all media. It ain't real. It ain't what you what they perceive it to be. They just show you what they want you to see. Yeah. And it ain't real. Let's talk about media right fast. And I promise after after, after this we're gone because this this is another two hour show. <laughs> we are the hour and forty. We love each other. We're the hour and forty three minutes. Social freaking media. I have been uh, very very hard on reality shows mm-hmm. uh, because. I know a lot of individuals, whether it be the celebrity world or even just your local um, people who have these reality shows on YouTube, and they act the fool. And then after, especially for the local person, um, after they do these shows, they go out and they want to be respected. But you're not going to get that respect because all we know you as is drama. It's what we have seen on YouTube. Why do you think knowing. Knowing what. That perception is on, even if it's a YouTube, forget Bravo and Andy and all the other folk and Candy and. Housewives of Atlanta. Housewives. <laughs> I'm not like I do want to see the Housewives of uh, the Dubai because that's gonna be a money show. They gonna be so rich on there. I I'll, I'll take a flight to Dubai just to chill with them. But um, why do you think we subject ourselves to wanting to be a part of what Andy has made seem like the way to go to get money, but and even with those shows, all they really show is the drama part. They 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 make sure you see the argument. They make sure you see the fight. So the local shows, the the local YouTube shows that are reality shows, have joined in that 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 same line to say, 
you have to make sure if you want to be a part of this show, if you're not bringing drama, we don't want you. It's a narrative that they're selling in order to get ratings. And even like the, the the local news, it's a narrative that they're selling in order to get ratings to be the highest, you know, paid news channel or whatever else. So everything that you see out there, you, you know, you need to take it with a grain of salt. But even like my, um, my superiors at my job said, you know, even as we build the network, um, we're going to have arguments. We, we got to be willing to have disagreements, mm-hmm. but we got to be able to come to the table and say, hey, it was all in this for the sake of being able to create a better, you know, network for our customers or whatever else and be OK with, you know, have those disagreements. But then we can come back to the table and be OK with each other. Yeah. The media, <laughs> they're not selling that at all. They just want money. Yeah. We want money, too, but we got to be able to continue to work together in order to create a brand. But in a sense, I guess. Maybe they kind of do the same because don't they kind of do that too? I think. Yeah. The more people watch, the, the more, more money they get. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's so, all about money. So is it is it the network fault for bringing drama, or is it us that we just so damn thirsty that we want to see it? So we kind of demanded it because the only reason why they give it so much is because that's what we tune in for. It's a combination of the two because people think positivity is boring. Yeah. People think that people getting along is is, is not something that people want to see. That's why I'm single. They say (laughs) I'm boring because I'm not with drama. But but people want to see the drama. You know what? Because it's entertaining. Why? Because it's not happening to you. Mm -hmm. But or either they're relating because they've been able to, you know, they see it and they're not happy with their lives and like they just want to see somebody else more. <laughs> but the drama that I don't mind seeing right now, and I'm loving, I don't know if we talked about it on the last show. I love whenever white people have drama. <laughs> we represent. I have been following this Johnny Depp trial. Uh, I ignore it. I've been ignoring oh, it. Oh, <laughs> baby. They are next level. Baby, man. this Johnny Depp is trailer park trial. <laughs> Baby, that, that that trial lets me know that no matter how much money you got, you still born in the trailer park, <laughs> baby. Because Johnny Depp ex wife decided, okay, if this is where we get, I'm I'm just gonna take a dump in the bed, and she squatted on the bed and let it go. That's excessive. It's so trailer park. Johnny Depp was like, okay, this is what we gonna do. I'm gonna burn you with cigarettes. <laughs> She she got the petty queen title for the year from Petty. She is the queen of petty. And the thing was this, I guess she wanted Johnny to see it, but baby, the maid saw it, not Johnny. The maid took the pictures and sent it to Johnny Depp. So it's like you really didn't win because Johnny didn't get to see it and smell it. Your maid had to deal with that shit. That's crazy. Well, his maid had to deal with that shit. So what possessed you to say, hey, I'm just gonna squat right here? And just put it on the bed. I'm going to say, I forgot what show it is, but he said it like this. <clears throat> White people. <laughs> White people, we love you. Just we love you. Know. Y'all, y'all, y'all just know something. that y'all worse than us. Let's just put it out there like Johnny that. Johnny Depp, I love you as an actor. Wait, I'm sorry, but they are actually replacing, is it Johnny Depp or Will Smith with The Rock? No, they are replacing... It might be both of them. Yeah. Will both Smith yeah. role as a Latin, completely off subject, but they are replacing Will Smith's role as a Latin with The Rock. 
So they're going to be Aladdin too. It was supposed to be Aladdin too. I guess so. Oh. They just announced that they're they're going to put the rock there. Oh dang! They one slap. One slap. And it's amazing how we can do one thing and networks counsel us. But then. But they can do a slew of things. Oh, what was his name that gave everybody or had HIV? uh, Oh, the the guy off of uh, Two and a Half Men. Yes, 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 him. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Wait, wait, hold on. Two and a half men. Let me go backwards. I'm looking at his face. I can see his face. Like, I can see his face. I, I, I can see the HIV on his forehead. Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a couple commercials after that, and yeah. then after that, you never saw him again. No, but he. But I'm, I know you're talking about. Charlie Shane. Charlie Shane. That is it. Praise the Lord for Charlie Shane. Yes, yes. Thank God for your life, man. They get away with such things. Really? That's what he did? I never knew what he did. That's what he did? Yeah. He was sleeping with all kind of women and everything else, knowing that he had already been, you know, knew he was positive. Yeah. He said, well, I mean, Magic Johnson cleared it, so if you get it, just let me know. I'll pay for it. Oh, well, clearly. Clearly. And. Yeah, we can't keep this show going. Like we are literally at the uh, one in one hour and fifty minute. But y'all, y'all keep on bringing up valid points, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna deep dive into that. We're gonna get to that on the next show. Look, it is important that I, ex- um, I, I have to push uh, to the the viewing audience and the, the listening audience. Um, everybody needs somebody. Uh, I learned that hurt people hurt people, but Absolutely. heal people heal people. Uh, if you're going through something um, in which a lot of us are going through and we don't necessarily, we don't necessarily tell people what we're going through or what we're dealing with, I would encourage you to reach out to, um, there's so many different um, counselors or people that can, help you anonymously and it, it, it doesn't make you a soft person to say that I need help. Mm-hmm. So if you are that person that is dealing with something that um, no one knows that you're dealing with because of, uh, at the same time we, we love to hide our hurt um, I need for you to um, get tired of hiding the hurt and heal the hurt. Reach out and um, call uh, some hotline. We'll find couple hotlines and post on social media uh, speaking of social media you can find us um find the intro podcast on social media on facebook it's the intro podcast with taz it is the same on instagram and on twitter yeah and on twitter uh jr where can they find you on social media social media you can find me at sexycaramel.com here we go with this <laughs> That's his OnlyFans page. You can find me and my apparel at the Lionheart Collection on both Facebook, Instagram, and also TikTok as well. Well, where can we find your OnlyFans? I don't have an OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay. You sure? You sure? You sure? You sure? You're going to have one by the time you need it. I know we're not talking over here, Miss. No. Never mind. (laughs) Stephanie, where can we find you on social media, Queen? You can find me at Steph Mill Crab. Or milk prep with staff, or you can find me at Stephanie Elevates, or strength underscore is underscore within underscore within.